Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Hey y'all, this is Jenny Veliki and you're listening to another episode of the Funky Farm Girl podcast. This is episode 66, No Queen in This Kingdom. Welcome back y'all. I am so happy to be back with you. I know for the month of August and September, we've really been on an every other week format and as much as I need the space in between the episodes because the farm life right now is so busy. I really do miss being behind the microphone. So I'm really glad to be back with you today. And I really have a message that I think is pretty important for um, all my listeners. But before we get into today's episode, No Queen in This Kingdom, um, I want to say thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you who tune in and listen to this podcast. Because of you, um, this past Sunday, I reached a major milestone with the podcast and hit 10,000 downloads on the podcast. Um, this, The Funky Farm Girl has been heard in all 50 states and over 70 countries, and it has just blown my mind how far the reach is. So no matter where you are, no matter where you're listening, thank you so much that you are part of that 10,000 downloads and that you take time to sit and listen to this podcast. So thanks for being here. In order to say thank you in a big way, I am doing a 10K giveaway on my Instagram account. The Funky Farm Girl. So if you look up at The Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, you'll find me there. And I am giving away a collection of gardening books. Um, The first book is No Waste Compost by Michelle Balls. And she basically goes through um, explaining several different little simple systems to set up composting even if you're in an apartment, she has systems for that so that no matter where you live, no matter what your surroundings are, you're able to produce compost to use in gardening. You also get the Grow Bag Gardening book by Kevin Esperito. This is an excellent book. Um, I got this as a promo earlier this year and did a review on it and he is just an an amazing teacher at how to do this really well and the different things that you need to think of in terms of soil content and types of bags and what grows best in what bag and those types of things and this is an invaluable book again 
You don't have to live on a homestead to use a book like this. These these books that I picked out are specifically books that if you live in a suburban neighborhood, if you live in a townhouse or an apartment, these books are going to serve you just as well as they would someone who lives on acreage. Um, perhaps even better. So, um, the final book that I have is The Modern Homestead Garden by G Gary Pillarchik. This is honestly the best book I've read about sustainable um, homesteading on a small piece of property. Um, this book is essential if you want to know how to do that. And it's an excellent, excellent book. I have an IGTV video on my Instagram account that gives a detailed review of this particular book. And um, I'm giving away all three of these books in a bundle. Uh, you need to enter the giveaway by midnight Sunday, September 26th. And I will draw a winner on Monday morning, the 27th. So please hop on over to my Instagram account at the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram and look for the post with the three books and be sure to enter so that you can possibly win. Um, side note for my international listeners, this contest is only for those in the U.S. All right, now let's get into today's episode, No Queen in This Kingdom. Now, I know from demographics that I've researched and just in general from people that I talk to and the people that I have interactions with um, from the podcast and also on Instagram that most of my audience is female. I have lots of women out there and um, those are the ones I want to specifically address today. But first, I do want to acknowledge, I do have some guys on the side over here that are, are listening and they're big fans. I want to say a shout out to my good friend, Andy Rosner. He is a faithful listener and I, I love that he um, is interested in this and that he's right there with the rest of us. So welcome, Andy. Thanks for being a faithful listener all this time. Um but today, I'm going to be talking to you girls, okay? We wear a lot of hats as women, okay? We are women, and we're homemakers, and we're homesteaders, and we're wives and daughters and girlfriends and um, sisters and mothers, and all of those things come with a great deal of responsibilities, and particularly when you're talking about within our family circle at home. We have a lot of responsibilities, a lot of different hats that we wear. We are keepers of the food. We are keepers of the home. We are keepers of the people. And we are the gatekeepers between our home and the world. So, you know, our families are looking to us when they're hungry. Because we're the keepers of the food. We're the ones that buy the food we're the ones that make the food we're the ones that decide what the food is that we're going to eat if the family's going on a special eating plan mom's the one that came up with it right um if we're the keepers of the home so if there's something that somebody needs they come to you to buy it if something's broken they come to you to tell you that it needs to be fixed if something needs to be cleaned up Hopefully they clean it up themselves. But if not, they come and let you know that it needs attention, right? Um, we're the keeper of the people. 
If somebody's having trouble with homework, they come and ask you. If somebody needs a ride to something, they come and ask you, right? We, we are the ones who do all these things. And then we're the gatekeepers of our homes. We're um, more often than not the ones who determine what our kids watch on TV, what kind of music they listen to, what kind of products we allow to come into our home, whether we're using clean, natural cleaning products or just traditional things, whether or not we're using essential oils versus um, perfumes and candles and things like that. All of those decisions come from us because we're the keepers, right? We're the ones who determine all of those things in our home. And so with that in mind, I want to think through the current events that are going on right now. And I know that um, for many of you, this is a time that is full of stress. This is a time that is full of uncertainty. Um, No matter which side of the coin you're on, you can be pro-vax and be super, super stressed because the people around you don't get it and they won't get a vaccine. And you don't know when all these restrictions and things are going to end. You don't know when it's going to be safe to be out and about and doing things without having to worry about if the people around you are vaccinated, right? And then there's those of you who are pro-choice with the vaccine and, and you're hesitant and you want to learn more about it or maybe you've learned what you want to learn and you're not comfortable with it and you think that you deserve to have that option to to say no thank you I don't want this and just you know one restriction after another just makes it more and more difficult for life to be normal and some of those mandates and restrictions are turning into job losses and things like that and so that's really really stressful Okay, so both sides have lots of stress and issues and things going on. And then you've got the two sides fighting each other. And so with all of those current events and all those things going on, your home can be one of two things. It can be a haven from all of that. Or it can be the center of the chaos, right? If, if you're bringing in so much of that from the outside and you're consuming it and it's consuming you, it's going to bubble up out of you and it's going to be all over your home. Your kids may not know what the vaccine mandate is, but they may know that mom's real snappy. They may know that dad's real stressed out. Those things bubble up and they come out. Um, And I just really want to encourage you today by reminding you of two things, okay? The first thing that I want to remind you of, we cannot control the state of affairs in the world, but we have a great influence over the state of affairs in our homes, okay? It is up to us as those keepers the gatekeeper from the world, the keeper of the food in the home and the people. It is up to us whether our homes are just clutter bombs where there's just stuff everywhere and it's disorganized in crazy town or whether they're neat and tidy. Um, 
there is such thing as a lived-in look, y'all. But it's when your home is not cluttered, it's really, really easy to get it back to tidy pretty quickly when you need to. Um, but I am definitely a fan of the lived-in look. But, you know, it's up to us whether that home is super cluttered or whether it's mostly tidy. It's up to us whether our schedule is busy, 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 go, 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 or whether we have space and quiet and margin in our schedule so that we're able to be more serene and not so push it to the limit all the time. It's up to us whether our finances are a result of reckless spending and emotional purchases and impulse buys or whether we're thrifty and wise with our money and conservative with the things that we spend it on and that we have savings to fall back on and everything you know a lot of that depends on us because even if as a stay-at-home mom or um I know there's lots of women out there who listen. Some of you are working at home. Some of you are working outside of the home. Some of you, your home is your work. Um, And so for whether or not you earn a paycheck, each of us have a lot of influence in our home. We are the ones who are the keepers of the home. Like I said, we're the keepers of the food. So we have a lot of um, financial influence as far as what our family is purchasing okay and we can do that wisely or we can do that recklessly okay we can do that emotion based and pretty thoughtless or we can be careful and we can be um wise wise stewards of what we have another way that we can control that have greater influence over the state of affairs in our home is you know the keepers of the food what types of food Are we eating mostly processed convenience foods or are we eating healthy whole foods? Are we buying local foods? Are we shortening our food supply chain? Or are we just running and grabbing drive-through? Those things influence the overall state of affairs in our home. When our kids and our husbands and ourselves are eating good healthy whole foods, It makes a world of difference in how we feel and how we operate versus the processed commercial stuff, right? So there's another way that we have great influence over the current state of our homes. Okay, what about the mood and the atmosphere? When you are well rested and you are not stressed out because you have gobs of stuff on your plate to do and just... You're not constantly consuming news and things like that. That that creates an atmosphere in your home. We can decide whether we want to be calm or chaos in the home. Um, we can really have a great influence over which one is the predominant mood in our home. And I believe that a lot of that boils down to what are we anchored in and where is our peace? Okay, when you're anchored to something, you can't drift too far away from it because that anchor is going to hold you there, right? So if we're anchored in Jesus 
and our peace is in him, then all these storms going around, they're not going to pull us very far away from Jesus because we're anchored to him, right? And our family is going to be anchored to him with us. And so it's going to make a world of difference in the state of affairs in your home. When you know that you're anchored to Jesus, then you know that you have a firm foundation. And that brings you peace, doesn't it? So, we cannot control the state of affairs in the world. We could sit there and wring our hands over it. We can lose sleep over it. We can read one article right after another and go way down the rabbit hole. But we can't control any of it. We can what if and wonder and and predict all we want to but there's there's nothing we can do really but we have great influence over the overall state of affairs in our home okay we can have purposeful influence there world might be out of control but we can begin to take back control in our homes Not that we have full control because really the Lord is in control, right? But we can take, we can put our hands back on the helm of the wheel, right? We can set it right again and we can stay anchored and we can bring peace and calm in the midst of a very big storm. Because we can remind ourselves that we have a great influence over the state of affairs in our own home. So when the world feels out of control and crazy and chaotic, what can you do at home? What can you do to change the atmosphere there? What can you do to bring peace and calm? To help home feel anchored. Okay? Because we're the keepers. How can we do that? And then number two goes right along with it. We have greater influence and all those kinds of things. However, and this is where the title of the podcast comes in. There is no queen in this kingdom. There is only a king and his name is Jesus. Big sigh of relief. (laughs) I don't know about you, but when I hear that, I'm like, oh, good. I'm so glad I'm not in charge. I'm so glad it doesn't all depend on me. Listen, you guys, you're a steward of this kingdom. You're not the owner of it. You do not rule and reign. So, first of all, that should just bring a huge relief to you. Um, as much as people may agree or disagree with what's going on politically, there's no way I would ever, ever, ever want to be in the president's shoes right now. I don't know about you, but there, there's no way I would want to have to deal with any of this. I think just dealing with one of the problems would be enough. Just handling COVID would be a major issue for me. And then you add in the Afghanistan war and then you add in the southern border and then you add in um, 
unemployment and then you add all these other things that are going on in the economy and just it's enough to make your head spin and that's for a whole nation and thank the lord that we are not responsible for that but when we bring it down to our own little kingdom there's still so much that we're responsible for right like we were talking about we're the keepers We have to feed and clothe everybody. We have to make sure that everybody has the things they need, that they can get to the places they need to get to, that we have the money to do whatever it is that we're doing, that we're, you know, everybody's clean and dressed and hopefully has on matching socks. And we have to make sure that they get there with all the things that they need, that we get them there on time and that then we get them all back home and feed them again. Right? There's so many different aspects of that. And it can feel big and it can feel huge. But what a relief to know that even in our own little kingdom that God has assigned to us, we're not the queen. We don't have to rule. We don't have to come up with all the decrees and laws and figure out how things are going to work. Because we have his word and it shows us what to do. Right? We can ask for wisdom and direction from him and he'll give it to us. We don't have to be the queen. Not only that, we don't get to be the queen. Okay? This is a saying that I use with my girls all the time. If y'all remember, Michael and I have three teenage girls at home. They are 12, 14, and 18. And all the time, one of them will decide that they are going to boss the other two. Or one of them will decide that their way is better and they're going to get what they want. And if you have teenage girls, you know what I mean. The sass is real, y'all. The strong personalities that my girls have. What a gift they are. That, that they're not going to fall for anything. They stand up. And they they say what they, what they feel. But at the same time. They need to do that with humility. And so they will say. Oh we're going. This is the way it's going to be. Or this is what I want. This is what I expect. This is what we're doing. And over and over again. Mom pipes up. There is no queen in this kingdom. You don't get to be the queen and boss your sisters. They don't get to be the queen and boss you. They don't get to be the queen and declare the way it's going to be. Or tell everybody else how they have to go. And furthermore, mom don't get to be the queen and act that way towards y'all. Because I need to model that servanthood, that humility to you guys. So all the time we will say, there is no queen in this kingdom. There is only a king. His name is Jesus. So again, we need to remember that we're not ruling and reigning. We have great influence over our family and and the overall feel of our home. But that doesn't mean that we have absolute reign. Okay? That saying, when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. What a responsibility that is. Because that shows us the power of our influence. 
And we have to be careful with that. Because we could very easily use that power to manipulate and to get what we want and to make out things better for us and less for other people. And we don't want to we don't want to do that, y'all. We want to make sure that we're here to serve, not that we're looking to be served. We want to model that for our kids. We want to make sure that we are servant hearted and not entitled. We want to make sure that we're humble and not prideful. We aren't the rulers. We're the stewards. We're the ones that God has given command of a kingdom to. But even in doing that, we're we're second in command. Honestly, our husbands are our spiritual leaders. They're the ones who are who are in charge of the big deal things. But even they, they are not the kings. Jesus is still king. There's no royalty in this household. Other than the fact that King Jesus and we are his. So at the most we're a princess. We're, we're, not, we're not a king. We're not a queen. Okay. Um, one of my favorite accounts to follow on Instagram is Feminine Not Feminist. And she posted something yesterday that says, I'd rather have my husband and children rising up and calling me blessed than a girl squad calling me queen and flattering me. Now, that is not to say that you don't need encouragement from your girlfriends. Absolutely, you do. You absolutely need encouragement. But there's a big difference between encouragement and flattery. That phrase, yes, queen, just, oh, I can't, y'all. I can't even. Because... The whole concept of queen in that context is is that rule and reign. Is that prideful, entitled, um, you going to do what I say. You going to serve me. I'm not going to be, you know, the queen wants you to come bring me dinner. Do you see what I mean? Okay, and we want to be the ones who... Who just quietly are serving and quietly taking care of our families and quietly just doing the things that God has called us to do and stewarding well the little part of the kingdom that he's given us to oversee. The world is living in crazy town, y'all. And you get to choose if you're going to live there too. Or if you'll do it differently. Okay. So establish your part of the kingdom. And let it be known. That there is no queen in your kingdom. That there is only a king. And his name is Jesus. And that your overall influence. Over your home. Is one of generosity is one of hospitality, is one of inclusivity, where anyone is welcome and everyone is loved. And 
All that we have belongs to him. So we hold it with open hands. And we're willing to help anybody who needs it. Um, I really think that refocusing that right now in the midst of all this crazy when the default is to go out and grab everything we can and hoard it for ourselves and hold on for dear life and go y'all are on your own I'm gonna lock myself up here in my house and I'm gonna tell my kids to not get on my nerves and we gonna do things our way the way we want to and you do you boo but that's not what God calls us to he calls us to humble servanthood he calls us to love and serve each other and he calls us to do it with faith and with peace anchored to him So, yeah, there's a lot that's uncertain right now in the world. And it can rattle you. But if you're anchored in Jesus, it's not going to rattle you too hard. It's not going to make you drift too far. Because you're, you're anchored to Him. And that anchor to Him will be what pervades the overall feel of your home, right? That's going to be where your heart is anchored is going to influence the whole state of affairs in your home. And it's going to influence the way you run that kingdom that he's given you. Because you're not running it as a queen. You're running it as a steward. As a servant of the most high king. And that makes all the difference y'all. Next week, I really want to get into more of what it means to have hospitality and generosity. And so, um, join me next week when we'll dig into those a little bit more. If you want to know how in this age and time we can be both generous and hospitable, then I encourage you to join me next week. Don't forget to go check out The Funky Farm Girl on Instagram and enter the giveaway. And I'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share The Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following The Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted.